Welcome into The Looking Glass, the podcast for speculative poets and poetry lovers alike. Join me, Jasmine Arch, on a journey into a world where nothing is what you expect it to be. Together with speculative poets from across the world and from all levels of experience, we'll be exploring the magic behind this fascinating genre and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Hello, Looking Glass Travellers. Whether you just hopped in or already listened to my first two mini-episodes, you are most welcome either way. In the first one, I talked a little bit about the long and often forgotten history of speculative poetry. I also shared one of my own favourite speculative poems, Chabberwocky by Lewis Carroll. In the second, I talked a bit about the poem itself, both in terms of execution and the influence it had, as well as touching on how I ended up settling on the name for this podcast. But I hadn't really looked into defining just what speculative poetry is, so let's do that, shall we? There's actually two answers to that particular question. The simple one? A speculative poem is a poem containing a speculative element. That is literally its only defining characteristic. But in no way does that definition give you any sense of what to expect when you go and read a speculative poem. Which brings me to my second, somewhat less simple answer. Because the range of speculative poems one can encounter is huge. Chabawaki, as we discussed, is clearly a narrative poem with the beginning, middle and end. But a speculative poem doesn't have to be narrative. It can be confessional rather than narrative, for example. It can use its speculative element in a literal way and take you off on a spaceship. Or it can use its speculative element as a metaphor in which the crew of the spaceship takes the place of our society, for example, or your own family. But let's go back to Jabberwocky. The poem is metered, rhyming and composed in quatrains, aka stanzas consisting of four lines. But again, speculative poems don't all have to fit into that same corset. They can be freeform poets, sonnets, terza rimas, rubaiyats, reversos, or haiku, or any other form really. The sky is not the limit, because... Even that ends at some point, if you go high enough and leave the atmosphere. The speculative element itself can lean into any genre you can think of. Fantasy, science fiction, horror, or any combination thereof or subgenre you can think of. Cyberpunk, steampunk, um, epic fantasy, urban fantasy, fairy tales, gothic horror, literally anything. The spectrum is vast, and the poems you can find are as numerous and unique as grains of sand on a beach. We'll start seeing that as soon as we launch, which will be in two weeks. Every poet I talk to will be unique, the DNA of their poems impossible to clone. I can't wait to go off on this adventure, getting to know all these different poets and learning from their experiences. If you don't want to miss out on that, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a single thing. And if you know anyone who would enjoy this podcast, please consider sharing it with them. But for now, this is all she wrote, folks. Time to step out of the looking glass for a little bit, but we'll be back in a fortnight for the Fraptious launch day. Bye bye.